Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Stuffy Nose Chance Watson. With you, as always, Taylor Wells, not so stuffy of a nose. Cleared sinuses well. Cleared sinuses. Taylor cleared sinuses well. That's right. That's my, that's is, that what you, name. is that what you come out to the, the games in Alaska as? Yes. And and, uh, and WrestleMania. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do, do yeah. they have a do they have a professional wrestling league up in Alaska? Uh, I know they had like a professional. I think they called it like AFCs, like Alaska Fighting Championships or something. So <laughs> Are you serious? I know Is they had. A yeah, I know they had like a, a UFC. I have, I have a buddy that fought in it, but um, yeah, and they they also attempted the arena football shit. I mean, they they were trying it all, man. They gave Alaska. it a good run. Alaska wrestling, Alaska USA wrestling. Oh, but that's probably there you like, go. that's probably like actual wrestling. I was talking about WWE. That's like yeah, it's it's the nice little unitards and shit. Yes, yeah, that's that's the that's the stuff you can go to the Olympics for and have your parents ruin your life. Sure. <laughs> I, hey, hey, just to be fair, to any wrestlers listening to the show right now, uh, there are plenty of hockey parents that have ruined their kids for a sport. So. Yeah, and it's, you can you can probably get a scholarship through wrestling easier than a scholarship through hockey. So yeah, oh, uh, stay in school. There, oh, there's there are countless hockey players out there that can absolutely, uh, you know, skate backwards like it's no tomorrow and read at a third grade level. So right, right, me because they spent their life perfecting one skill, skating backwards. Right, exactly. Backwards C cuts. Now. Taylor, let's go on to critique their one thing that they've worked on their entire lives. Cool. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's fill an hour and a half with it. <laughs> uh, everybody, uh, once again, we want to thank uh, our sponsors for the show. First off, obviously, the Hockey Podcast Network. The Dusty Bender Podcast is part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Jump on over to the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com and check out the many shows that the Hockey Podcast offer. Hockey Podcast Network. Boy, that's a mouthful. Uh, THPN. That's what I should probably call them from now on. All the shows that they offer, it's over 100 shows. Uh, the one that in particular that I like that's probably uh, the coolest of mine is the one with Terry Ryan. You should definitely check that out. But uh, even our boy over at the uh, uh, the Devils podcast, he's been he's got his own show now. Too. Yeah, man. Try, and, and check out the YouTube channel. They do a lot of live streams. Uh, they'll, they'll do, you know, in-depth game 
as yes. the games are going on and things like that. They'll do some live streams and stuff like that. Uh, Chance and I have done it a couple times, and it's it is a good time. It's it's fun to kind of just be in the moment with people and bullshitting about the sport that we all love. So uh, go check absolutely, those out. absolutely. And uh, while you're at it, find the Dusty Bender Hockey Podcast on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you listen to your audio podcasts on, or if you like to watch us and see our smiling faces, jump on over to YouTube and give us a subscribe over there. All right, folks, next up, our favorite bar, our favorite hockey bar in Spokane. Actually, favorite hockey bar anywhere, really, let's let's be honest. Did you see that? That was the, that was the Donald Trump arms. It's huge. It's the greatest. It's, it's a huge bar. Listen, other hockey bars, they just they just don't know hockey. All right, no, this, this like hockey me. bar. <laughs> uh, my Donald Trump impression needs definite work. Uh, hockey, uh, fucking, the Hub Tavern out in Spokane, Washington, folks, on Monroe. The Hub Tavern is your home away from home, part of the Anchor Alliance for the Seattle Kraken. That means that they are one of the official Seattle Kraken bars in our area. And, folks, this place is just I can't say nice enough things about the Hub Tavern. What, what, what else could we say about the Hub Tavern other than it's the best hockey bar in the inland Northwest, huh? Try to try to say something mean. It's impossible. It's really tough. I mean, if I had to, I mean, it's it's hard to critique this place. Um, there are some days I wish it wasn't a cash bar. Yeah, the only other thing I can think of, there's a lot of smiling faces in this bar. Everybody seems way too happy it's there. A, it's a little annoying, yeah. It's like a little. But but it's I'm I'm brought back to earth sure. because like we're all smiling because we're just constantly making fun of each other. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's was, everybody's I... having a good time, but if you like heard it from the street and like didn't understand the body language and whatnot, you would think that a fight was about to break out at the hub at any time. Yeah, there's just a crowd of people that sit outside of the bar just hoping for a fucking brawl. They're, they're like, there's got to be. Listen to them in there. There has to How be could a you, fight. He's saying something about his mom? Oh, that's got to be a fight. Oh, man. It's his actual, his mom walks out. Right. Oh, 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 uh, dang. Uh, oh, damn. Shit. Damn it. She, yeah. she sticks uh-huh. up for herself. She's like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you insult my son? He is playing the best hockey he can for the Montreal Canadiens. At least I'm not a Ducks fan. And see, okay, folks, for, for newer listeners of the show, uh, this is a reference to uh, Susan Allen, mm. uh, Jake Allen's Jake Allen's mother. Uh, she made uh, many many guest appearances on the show very early on in our early days, and uh, now now making making her rounds back on the show. She's OG man. Man, Susan Allen is right up. There. She's the goalie whisperer. Sure is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jump jump on back to some old episodes if you uh, care about the, the saga of Susan Allen. Mm. Uh, fuck. Uh, one last thing on the hub, folks. Uh, coming up here on Saturday, October 28th at 4 p.m. at uh, starting at the Corbin Park bas- Basketball Court is the Witches Ride. Uh, we talked about it a little bit before on the show. All witches and warlocks are welcome. You're going to be riding around. It's basically a bar crawl in uh, the Monroe area up, up there uh, in uh, the northern part of Spokane. So go on. The hub is a part of it. So if you guys are interested in dressing up this Halloween and have nothing to do, but you want to jump on a bike and look like a witch or a warlock, jump on down to the uh, Corbin Park basketball court and uh, stop by the hub for the sixth annual witch's ride. Nice. Yes, sir. 
All right. Also, folks, we got a shout out to our one of our newest sponsors, Monterey Cafe, the karaoke bar of Spokane, located in downtown Spokane, in a very nice area near the comedy club and arcade bar. It's a great area. Uh, awesome staff, fo- folks. Awesome staff. Awesome drinks and some of the best pizza that you can get. And it's it's cheap too. Like cheap pizza. It'll fill you up. It's delicious. Have a great time going. Sing your heart out. Absolutely just an awesome fucking place, folks. Um, and if you went into the UFC fights, I hope you guys had a good time that we talked about in the last episode. Ooh. I, I, I'm such a I'm such a weenie. I'm, I can literally watch a hockey fight. I can watch them beat the shit out of each other. Seeing a guy in an arm bar. You ever watch UFC? Like see, seeing a guy arm bar another guy where it's just like he's basically trying to hyperextend his He's just elbow. using it as a lever to fucking Yeah, and the guy like the guy yeah. eventually taps, you know, but like I've oh, I've seen them go too far and just snap that sucker dude. Like that ugh, makes me cringe. Yikes. Yeah. T- really yeah, tests that's... my fucking guttural fortitude, you know what I mean? Well, they they had it on there and uh they they are known for putting on the UFC fights, so uh, if you guys are ever interested in watching a UFC fight with some friends out and have some beers, uh, check out the Monterey Cafe. They do have weekly specials, and their cover photo currently shows them, but I don't think that these are accurate because mm. they've changed it up to, like, yeah, this is updated January 25th. So, no, I, I know they have, like, half-off twisted tees and something on a Tuesday or something like that, but they change these up all the time. So they have daily specials out there, um, $1 off all whiskeys on Wednesdays. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah, you just have to go in and find out what they're You might have to just go in and have a beer and a slice of pizza and check it out yourself, folks. Yeah, just walk in. What's your special one, you know? Hey, while you're there, maybe say that the Dusty Bender podcast sent you. And they might... Under, undercover. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, real quiet, like, hey. Hey, come here, come here. I, I heard about this place with Dusty Bender. <laughs> Works can every I, time. Can I get the Dusty Bender special? Yeah, that'll be twenty nine dollars. They just, they just, they just break your legs. That's you. <laughs> they, they instantly put you in an arm bar over the. Bar. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Cool. Yeah. yeah give me your right. arm. Awesome. Yeah, that's good. Happy to do it. Come on back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. Oh, All right, man. and last but not least, folks, uh, we got to mention Fire Chief John Johnny. Uh, Johnny Boy, longtime listener, longtime supporter of the show. Gotta love him. Gotta love his predators, those those cute predators, you know. Yeah, just, they're fighting. I just wanna, I just wanna go up to that predator cat that they have as a mascot and give him a little, give him a little cheek squeeze. Oh, so cute. he's adorable. I, I, please tell me his name's not Thrasher. It can't it's be. Gotta be, dude. Right? It can't be. No, this is the NHL where our mascots don't make any sense. It's like vegan or something. <laughs> no, it's gotta be country themed, right? Yeah. Like his name, yeah. his name's like, his name's like Opry. Mm, I don't know what that means. Like the Grand Ole Opry? Uh, no, right. nothing? Nah, dude, I, I don't know. I'm not cultured. Predators mascot. Johnny Miller's screaming at the. His name is Nash. God damn it. Uh, there you go. <laughs> even, even worse. It's so worse. Even more that's, clever. That's somehow worse. How is that? I, I was, I was going to get on him for being. The uh, uh, thrash or something like that. His name is Nash. Love it with a with a G. Oh, ganache, like ganache. Yes, Ganoki. A fine ganache. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know what this was. That's uh, it's, uh, nuts. Yeah, I was gonna say, is he is Bag he getting of... 
He's getting those bag of walnuts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably talk about some hockey. Sure. Sure. Yeah. We can do that. <laughs> um, so, folks, uh, we're going to talk a lot about uh, the frozen frenzy that we had here last night, but uh, some breaking news that came out today that we spent quite a while talking about and now seems kind of pointless. But uh, the pride <laughs> tape, the pride tape is back, folks. Uh, if actually, let's let's rephrase that. Uh, players are now allowed to show their support for social causes with their stick tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which which opens up the door. To, so in, in classic NHL fashion, once again, they're not picking on Pride Night. It is all, all social causes are now open. So regardless of what social cause you want to grab tape for. See, if I was an NHL player now, I would take advantage of this. Like I, every night it would be a different social cause. I would be I would be the Miss America of stick tapes i see this going horribly wrong now though right like now oh, yeah. now there's going to be like the five or six players that were you know that are pissy about it and they're they're going to put a fucking swastika on their blade oh, or something dude Ovi, like, o- Ovi's just uh uh fuck it Ovi's just got like putin face like <laughs> putin's face just wrapping around all over oh, <laughs> you're like man. oh maybe maybe Ooh. we maybe we uh, a little bit I of regret. Really against this pride tape thing, but now, now it's a different kind of pride. But yeah, uh, okay, yeah, you do your thing. He's uh, Ovechkin. What do you have to say about your uh, controversial tape? I have pride too. He finally scores more than two goals in a fucking season. <laughs> I have, I have strong pride in Soviet Union. Love my pride. I honestly, you know, so it all it all started. So we'll go back just a second. All it right, all started. Was, was recap. Tra- Travis Dermott of the Coyotes. So apparently, apparently, kind of following some Toronto fans and stuff. He did this with with Toronto quite a bit. Like this yeah. was a pretty normal thing for him. He, it was the it was the I, I believe just the top, right? It was like it was like the it's like the bottom top. Like it was like yeah. he wrapped. He did one loop and then he taped his stick on top of it, but like kind of showed on the bottom. Wow, that was another. This is an episode for hand gestures. Sure Jesus is. Christ. Yeah, people tune into YouTube. There's if, if you just put this episode on mute, you're gonna be very confused. Yeah, I maybe you should. I we used to do that. <laughs> We used to do that with we used to do that with old movies, right? You, you lip sync and you talk for the for the actors. That's true. Yeah. All right, uh, Travis Travis Dermott. Yeah, so Travis Dermott, he ended up uh, being the first one to kind of crack the pride tape. Uh, you know, just just uh, I mean, what what were they gonna do, right? He he had backing from you know, say Brian Burke. A lot of the big name players, McDavid, and those kind of guys were like, you know, this is. This is crazy that we can't just you know they they want us to express ourselves and then they don't want us to express ourselves right like what pick up pick right. a fucking lane um, so yeah so basically the, the the NHL the NHL basically sent something out and was like well we're gonna look into this and everyone was like you hold no fucking water like right. your gun is unloaded right you now sta- you like, stand for nothing <laughs> yeah come on you stand for nothing and fall for everything exactly like you're, you're killing me you're not gonna do anything and then you know a couple i think it was a day maybe a day or two later they came out and just said yeah so everything we said before uh, <laughs> yeah uh that 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 financial advisor guy is canned because you know oh, we're losing more money now the statement was, was very well written in the sense oh, yeah. that it was well, it, it was, was short it was terse and it got it got the point across but it, it admitted zero wrongdoing like 100%. there was there was no culpability whatsoever of like ah you know you know that thing that we did like two weeks ago yeah it was a bad idea yeah right? it probably wasn't good sorry oh, sorry about that guys no it was just uh after speaking with multiple sources right uh, no not even that 
They're yeah. just they they it was like this it was like this had never there was no ban and they're just like letting us know like yeah. by the way you can put stuff on your stick now. The staffer that sent that tweet out is no longer with the NHL. Where he's, uh, he's no longer with the living. That's... Where <laughs> where's that poor guy at? He is uh, not to be. He's he's with. Uh, Hillary Clinton's friends. He's, he's with he's with Jesus now. Yeah, that's that's correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we, we he he kind of pushes it, and then it sounds like other players are going to do it, right? Like mm-hmm. once once there was no repercussions to Travis. Right. Um, so yeah, the NHL turns a one eighty on this. Um, uh, good call. I, I get like I don't even want to give them credit for it. No. You know. No, there's no credit. The credit credit is due to Travis Dermott, really. Sure. And even even then, he he sounds like one of the guys who would be like, "Dude, I was just doing this because I got gay friends, right?" Like, right. I, like he know, doesn't I'm even just, give a shit. Right. Yeah. He's like, you just humble as shit, you know. So, I, yeah, that's a great point. They don't give them any credit, right? No. They get I mean, no credit. I mean, yes, they they could have been like, "Oh well, you know, uh, we're gonna find him," or you know, "Oh well, you know, the next the next one." I swear to God, sure. you know. So I mean, I guess they could have done that. So I'll give them a little bit of credit, but I think in in the grand scheme of things, like you're saying, right? They they did this and they shot themselves in the foot. Sure. You know, don't, well, feel, don't feel bad for them. Like the, it's the exact same point we made the first time we talked about this. It's all about money. Yeah, hundred percent. It's all about money. They learned they learned that this was probably going to be a bad PR move for them, and they inadvert in their efforts to try to not look like they are taking a side. Because I genuinely don't think they were trying to take the side. I think they were just trying to put this issue to bed. Yes. Like it's I I don't think for a second that the NHL is homophobic. I don't think that for one second. I think that they are just trying to stay. They want every they want hockey fans to care about hockey. Yeah. They 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 have ran the just numbers fair. and they know they know that when you start worrying about shit that's so when you're bringing politics into hockey, it's bad for business. So they were trying to do what they thought was going to do that, and inadvertently, all that's it, it just did the opposite. I think it's just—it's just funny to me that like we always joke that like Twitter has no voice. It's just—it's just you know empty threats and people just being assholes to each other to be assholes. Yeah, or it's I'm, the other, or it's the other way. Yeah. Well, I mean, this this showed me that depending on what the issue is, they are li- they are looking at Twitter, right? But like yeah. the board ads, right? Everyone yeah. was pissed about the board ads, and they were like, "Well, fuck you," you know. Right. You know, well, so the board it's, it's ads just, are fixed now. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. They, I'm sure so fixed. far, so far, I haven't seen anything that has been glaringly terrible. Um, but we'll see. That's, uh, you know, the only the, the only young. thing the only thing I will say, and actually, it's someone someone else brought this up as we were watching hockey. Um, there was a there was a slight glitch in the board ads, and you could kind of see what the actual board ads said oh. at the rink. Okay. Right, and it's you know I I understand right like me as a consumer watching say Tampa Bay versus Florida, right? Unless I go. To Tampa Bay or Sun, was it Sunrise? Like, yeah. I, you know, like I, I will never go to Chef Tony's Pizzeria, right? Like, sure. so I, I get it from that standpoint, but at the same time, like, I mean, you got, dude, you can't tell me that they're that, Chef that, Tony is pissed right now. Chef Tony's like, dope, you know, but like that's the thing. It's like you're, <laughs> you're killing, you're killing mom and pop shit too, right? I don't so want like, you at my pizzeria either. Yeah, his Gary Bettman tries to come in. He's like, lock the door. Let's let's be real. If it's a pizza place in Florida, he's he's probably not not Italian. But uh, he, the, de- he the demographic 
Yeah, the demographics there are not. It's it's probably somebody that's like sixty five or older. He's he's yeah. It's a sixty seven year old Cuban family. Yes. And they have they they created Italian accents just to sell their pizza, and I love it. You know, I'd go to Tony's if that was the case. God, I, don't yeah. even to, I don't even want to try. I don't even know what a Cuban accent is. So no, I'm not gonna. I, there's, it's impossible. I, I, I take pride in some of the accents that I can do, but I don't even know what a Cuban accent is. So yeah, I don't either. I and and it will instantly sound super racial. So <laughs> sounds super racist. Let's <laughs> let's avoid that. Huh? I'm not trying to mock it. I'm just trying to just trying to impersonate it as best I can. But yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you would give it a good shot. It's just it yeah. would turn out very bad. Yes, very much so. See, the Russian one I can do. That's yeah. I got that. I got that. I I sound like I'm from Russia, honestly. Yeah, but seriously, uh, rock the pride tape. Pride tape put shit out too. They were just like cool. I want, I want a player now. Now just to like to make a point to the NHL, I want a player that is going to have a different social cause tape. On their stick, eighty-two games of the year, like oh. every night, it's something different. That'd be hard to do. I don't know if there's. I, well, we could find a way. There's are you going to say there's not eighty-two causes out there? Def- we, could, we could come up with eighty-two causes. I mean, we have three hundred and sixty-five different. Like it's it's your dog's cousin day, and and you you know, and then you you send him a card or something. I so okay, all right, you got you know I so like the the low hanging stuff, like you got St. Patrick, you do holidays, okay, you follow mm-hmm. those. All right, and then you've got you can do the Miss America stuff like end world hunger tape, you know, oh. some shit like that. Just burger tape. <laughs> <laughs> Burgers doubles and dogs. As, doubles up as hot dog day. Yeah, bur- burger doubles day. up as Phil Kessel day. Ooh, now see Phil Kessel would rock that tape. Fuck yeah, he would. Yeah. Every day, every it's just, day. It's just hot dog. <laughs> different, different <laughs> sizes of hot dogs. Sometimes uh, ketchup, sometimes mustard, sometimes both. That's right. That's he's right. got he's got new condiments on it every game. <laughs> uh, I could see it. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's I think it's good. I just like I was saying with the goalie masks, right? It's just another way for people to express themselves. So just let yeah. them fucking do it. Who cares? Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah. I, it's yeah. it, it, like this is this is the this is the world. This is life. Like even if you don't necessarily like, I'm not even necessarily saying agree because I'm not trying to like pump up the tires of homophobes but like even if you're not like as raw raw about it as them like there's no reason to be angry about it yeah just wear the same color of your own skin tape yeah there you go right. i mean you know yeah. that's I, that's that's probably what a couple guys will do probably who knows most likely i yeah. i want i want it would be like mine would be the whitest tape like they don't they don't make mine would have little freckles and like ginger, ginger-y <laughs> hair on it. I'd be like, yeah, no, that looks right. Looks like, did you did you just like drag your hockey stick across a, a red Labrador? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Yes. That is correct. I got both my dogs are basically gingers too. So it's it's kind of fun. There's just ginger hair all over this fucking house. Perfect. Right? Perfect. Your oh, wife is great. very happy about that, I'm sure. Oh, I mean, she, the, her hair is the most places. And I got that's, two dogs and myself. That's... So, she still outnumbers us. That's fair. That's very fair. All right. Now, let's let's move on to something where the NHL does get some credit. And you know what? To a a more degree, uh, ESPN. So, last night, for the very first time ever, 
we had 32 teams in the National Hockey League playing on the same night. They were yeah. they called this the Frozen Frenzy. Um, for more football fans out there, this would be close to like NFL Red Zone, mm-hmm. you know, where you can get watch every game as it's going on. Um, well, what every were, every scoring play, right? Exactly. Oh, yes. But but yes. but in order to do this, you have to have lots of games going on at roughly 100%. the same time. And so this the last night, as we record this uh, Wednesday night. Um, Tuesday, the night before, they had all all 32 teams playing on staggered starts starting at 3 p.m. Western time, uh, Pacific Standard Time, rather, and then just going off from there. Uh, Taylor, what did you think of this? I love it. Yeah. I love it. My, my only qualm, and I, I, I was trying to pull up the tweet because there was, there was was it started somewhere else. It wasn't – this isn't a, uh, a genuine thought. This is what I saw. But um, why on a Why on a Wednesday? Right. Like what, what, you know, I want to be able to just all day, man. Like, just give me a Saturday. I've got an answer for you. Frozen frenzy going on. I have have your answer for you. College football. Yeah. They don't, they don't want to compete with football. I hate that though. They don't want to compete with football. Shit. They inadvertently competed with game seven of the, of the world series semis. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I mean, you know, but 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 you have to you have to kind of take those risks occasionally too, right? Like if I you're agree. gonna if you're gonna you know, I, I mean, like don't get me wrong, I follow baseball during the summer, right? That's and I and I play a ton of fantasy football, so I do watch football. But really, like, one of your only faults, honestly, baseball. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have many, but that's just one of many. I, that no, that's your biggest one. Oh, though. biggest one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So I mean, at some point, you got to let people just make the decision, man. You know, and and I think you know college football is big. There's a lot of people that watch it. There's a there's a hockey is growing, and like you know, if it's on all day, right? College football is on all day, but most people, if I'm an Oregon Ducks fan, right, I'm watching the Oregon Ducks game, and I'm probably looking for something else after that game, yeah. right? So I mean, you know, if you're on all day on a Saturday, like you're maybe competing against those college football people. You know, the Oregon people go and then they move over to, to uh, Frozen Frenzy, right? Like, I just, yeah, I, and I'm sure they will, right? Like, I'm sure that, you know, the calendar changes, right? And it's, it, it, you know, football is going to kind of be dying down. And I can see them, you know, starting to put it on Saturdays and stuff like that then. So I, I, I definitely get it. But, yeah, I mean, it was, it was great. I don't want to hate on it too much because, I mean, shit, there was like over 100 goals through 16 games or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they just, they had a lot of, they had a lot of shit going on. I mean, you know, God, it would be, you know, it'd be, it'd be great to get some of these like big time personalities like a Danny Heatley on there, just yeah. fucking chirping and, uh, you know, just spouting off. Oh, what a fucking dirty dangle fucking right. between the legs, laces yep. fucking tangle. And, you know, like just that was a great off, Danny like, Heatley you know, impression. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I thought so. I felt I like I was on the show with Danny Heatley, honestly. Yeah, I didn't say enough like, like I didn't say enough like, you know, kind of fucking. Have you, have you, I was I was about to ask you, hey Danny, what's uh, why do the Ottawa Senators suck? Dude, the Ottawa Senators are a wagon. So is Buffalo. <laughs> That's the other one. I just about sent out a tweet. I just about sent out a tweet. I think it was. Oh uh, shit! And getting you onto a tweet is difficult. That's it. It's almost impossible. Getting getting um, you to go onto the Dusty Bender page and make a tweet is fucking. I think, goddamn it, I think it was Montreal. Montreal won or. Sorry. Will I find? Will I find it in the drafts? I'll go into the drafts and be like, "Oh, Taylor must have wrote this." Yeah, it says like there's like 17 drafts of it. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is dumb. People won't. Like this. Anxiety kicks in. Right. Um, 
Yeah, but I always, people might I, see this. People, you know, this is this is public <laughs> stuff. So uh, let me write it again. Um, right. Yeah. So I, I just I wanted to make that tweet about like, oh, you know, the Canadians are a wagon. You know, just fucking giving it to them because it's just, it's pretty funny. But yeah, no, yes, it's great. Absolutely, it's great. Um, it was yeah, great. No, um, production value. I, look, this is the first time they've done this, so obviously there's going to be some kinks. But look, man, it was good. Yep. Okay. Um, having games on, being able to flip through them all, that having that constant, like that constant engagement of hockey, being able to like, feel like it was, you know, as the moment's going on, there's always something going on. God, it was fucking great. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Um, I think the, like, I know some coach at, well, Derek Lalonde was upset about the staggered start times and he understands it in the greater scheme, but he was bitching a little bit about it. Um, I'm trying to think what's that? that. I love that. I, that's yeah. I literally that was going to be one of my positive feedbacks for it. Yeah, staggered start times. In fact, yeah. they, they've really fucked this up in the past, where like every game starts at you know four thirty. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck? Like how? Like every game goes to intermission at this time, so I can't flip over and watch anything else mm-hmm. for another thirty minutes. So, no, I get that. Um, I, honestly, like I, I don't think there's too much criticism that I have of this. This uh, was I, this was a net positive for the game. Yeah, I it it was it was awesome, and I think. I think comparing it, I know there was like a little bit of chatter about like, you know, oh, we're just copying football. Football is one of the most popular sports, especially in America, right? Copy yeah, I don't that see a problem shit. with that. Copy that shit, dude. Yeah, I don't. If you're if you're taking the format, like, there's nothing wrong with the format. Like, that's yeah, not copy. That's right. just that's just smart. But it, do, do people who put TV shows on primetime go like, oh, you guys copied fucking Cheers back in the '60s? Like, no, it's right. it's just primetime. It's just smart marketing. Add fights into that, I'm there. Add a good fucking scrap and, you know, a little lull in the goals. I think it started off a little slow, right? I mean, it's going to because the game has to start. Sure. But, you know, throw in some scraps in there. Maybe throw okay. in, you know, if it's if there's a little lull, just, you know, you, you just the production value, right? The guys behind the scene getting the replays and stuff, right? You know, throw it, throw some of that shit in there. I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, it just overall, you're right. It was it was awesome. I, it was good. Now, good I, I will I will admit that I did run into the issue of, you know, the, the, the old tried and tested, like, why can I watch this game on Hulu or ESPN Plus and I can't watch this game? Um, mm. That did pop up a couple times because there were games that were on TNT. Um, I tried to watch it on Hulu. So, like, my, my smart TV out in my room, like, it has Hulu, but it doesn't have ESPN Plus. Mm. So I have to kind of get creative sometimes. But... Um, and there were some games on TNT. I think those were the, like the Canadian teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so there might have been some overlap there. But but you know what? Working through the kinks. Working through the kinks. This is yeah, overall yeah. a good thing. I don't want to give too much criticism to the NHL because this was actually a smart move on their part and uh, good for ESPN uh, facilitating and kind of rolling that out. Yeah. I mean, you might as well turn to the biggest network in sports when you're trying to figure out how to grow the game a little more, right? So, yeah. no, I, I liked it. No, it was good stuff. Um, okay, so kind of just jumping around those games of that night, like because I mean there was so much hockey going on. Like we, I'm not going to break down every game, but obviously this is loosely a Seattle Kraken uh, podcast, so we should probably talk about uh, the Seattle Kraken's game against the Detroit Red Wings last night, which was an absolute fucking barn burner. Sure was. Um, I do. I absolutely love as a Kraken Red Wings fan. I love that the Kraken and the Red Wings like kind of hate each other. Right. 
Like there's this, they really do. There's this weird rivalry going on where they just really don't like each other, and I fucking love it. That's awesome. It's, it's so great. Like I, I just love Moritz Cider just being an absolute fucking madman and just just face washing two no, guys at once. And it wasn't oh. a face wash. He he punched Beniers in the face, dude. No, well, yeah, maybe, he did. Well, he maybe, swung at him. Well, maybe Maddie said something that hurt his feelings. Maddie probably said, "Hey, man, what's you okay?" <laughs> Maddie can't say anything mean. Can't say ever. anything mean. And, just... and Cider, Cider doesn't have a good English. Has good English yet? So right. he's being sarcastic. He's like, he, Maddie's like, "Hey, man, are you doing okay?" And like, Cider doesn't understand sarcasm yet, so he probably thought it was like, "Hey, man, you okay?" <laughs> he's a mockingbird. <laughs> hey, you okay? Just yeah. fucking slugs him <laughs> no, I, I loved the heat man i love i loved it it was great yeah they, was they great. really do they like secretly secretly don't like each other i don't know where this is. came from it's the either. games are always close when they play so that's that's good i like that but because i can't i mean going back to when the kraken first came in the league i they've always been close games uh, um, i think i think the one you and i went to i think it ended up like 4-1 so but yeah. i think i think it was close and then until the know, end. Until the end. So I, I mean, yeah. yeah, I think to, still to your point. So, yeah. Yeah. I no, think, I think. Yeah. It's been it, that was that was a hell of a game. I watched it. Um, I do need to address both fan bases at the moment as somebody who who falls into both camps for a second. So, it's it it's making the rounds right now. The controversy. Oh, the fucking refs. The fucking refs. And I'm. Oh, good I, God. For okay, both sides. Listen. Sure, first off. Sure, sure. First off, the refs were bad. For both yeah. sides, like the ref, the, the officiating was bad. Um, I'm assuming it probably had something to do with the frozen frenzy, where we've never had this many games before, and we had to really dig deep into the ref pool. Mm, so ECHL you probably, guys. Yeah, you probably had to get some guys that don't necessarily do NHL games. I don't know. I'm probably just pulling that out of my ass. But in any case, um, yeah, the officiating that game was terrible. In fact, a lot of the games this year have been pretty terrible. So please, please get rid of that. So. Putting on my putting on my Kraken hat. All right. Uh, actually, no. Let me put on my Rivings hat first. Uh, yeah, you can't throw your stick. Yeah, it's uh, literally illegal. It's 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 like what like it's like one of the biggest thing like immediate calls in the game. Like mm-hmm. right up there with like catching the puck and hand passing or high sticking someone in the face. Like putting a puck over the glass. It doesn't matter intention. Like if you throw your stick. Even if you're falling and you didn't mean to do it, you throw your stick and you hit it. It's you you threw your stick. It's a fucking penalty shot. Mm-hmm, like it's mm-hmm. there, there's there's kids in fucking Ontario that are playing street hockey right now. That you ever you ever play street hockey and you throw your stick and it hits your buddy in the shins and he Hell loses yeah. the fucking ball. And even even then you're like, yeah, I was just I fucked up. I threw the stick, man. Fuck, you know you you get that one back. Yeah, you you get up, you get back onto your blades and you're definitely throwing down, dude. That too, that too. But like you get the ball back and it's yeah. Um, yeah, you can't throw your stick, and that was a huge missed call. 100%. Refs should have called it. I, there is no denying it, and any Kraken fan who comes back with a problem with that uh, is is full of shit. Now, Which I didn't I didn't see a ton of Kraken fans not, that didn't not have too a many. problem with that. but Not too many. Yeah. So, But now, throwing on the Kraken cap, Red Wings fans need to shut the hell up because the only the, the Red Wings were, uh, or the Kraken were up 3-1 in this game at one point. The reason that the Red Wings got back into it is because of the refs. Sure, sure. Like, and I'm not even necessarily saying that they were bad calls. Like, there was kind a double minor. Yeah, there was a double yeah. minor on shore where 
he high sticks somebody and there was blood. That's an automatic call. Like refs got it right. Yeah. And then there and then there was another power play after that. So, and I, I, they weren't bad penalties. It's just you can't sit here and say we lost because of the refs. And then the only reason that you got to the overtime was because of power plays. Like yeah. up until that point, the Red Wings were not necessarily playing their best hockey. Um, in fact, and we can kind of get into the Red Wings here in a second because they are playing quite well at the moment, even with the OT loss. But um, sec- I think second in the conference division, something like that. that sounds right. Sounds right. Um, Detroit's been playing quite well, but that game in particular, like they're they're outscoring a lot of their defensive problems. Like Huso, Huso, when you're winning, everybody overlooks percentages but who so save percentage isn't like fantastic like it's nothing to write home about it's like 0.908 or something like that um you know you're not groove hour numbers but you're you're not you're not ottinger numbers so um they were not playing their best game and you talk to any red wings fan they'll probably admit that they weren't playing their best game um but yeah when that when come on even if, even if those penalties were deserved refs can ignore things and that kind of stuff and they do all the time the reason you got into that game, you have the number one power play. That fucking dude, that power play. That's cheap. That power play. They're they're running at like a forty eight percent power play. They're cheating. That it is like, it's, like what? they're cheating. They're cheating somehow. It, it's got well, Alex DeBrincat be is the Alex DeBrincat is the cheat card. Yeah, he's a fucking stud. That guy's just unreal. Um. So, but yeah, when you when you score, I think it was like two two or three power play goals. Three, I think it was three power play goals. Like that's going to get you back in the game, especially when you're a ref and you know how well that power play works. So, I, I, I if you're if you're a Red Wings fan, just call it a wash, okay? Like Ray, Raymond had the game on his stick; he could have ended it. He hit, he rang it off the the bar. It, it happens, okay? Mm-hmm. It, it's an OT loss. Move on. Get ready for Boston. Yeah, I think I think it is slightly warranted uh, from the Red Wings side of things, right? Like, yes, yes, they got in back into the game because of power plays, but I don't think that like you know you're looking at it like, oh, that is a penalty, right? And so in that in that regard, I, right? I, like, I do I, not I get take it. away from that at all. I get it, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, there, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could have you could have you could have probably sent cider to the fucking, you know. Sure. You could have sent him to the showers for his fucking, you know, him punching Matty Beneers in the face, who's an sure. unexpecting player, right? Sure. So, you, you, yeah, I, and I, I'll be the first one to say refs can, you know, they can alter games, but I, I this early, you know, I just, yeah, you, you can't, you can't look at it like that, you, you no. know, like you're saying, they, they were not playing good until. They started getting some of those power plays. I mean, yeah. Until they, they had six minutes, basically six minutes of uninterrupted power play. No, they scored three. I think they well, they scored three power play goals total, but I think they scored two on the on the main on the on yeah. that big one. And but, then and then they had a power play like roughly not long after that. Yeah, power play. yeah, yeah. So, but I but I completely agree. Jaden Schwartz, that's a clear penalty. I think it's, I think the rule is penalty shot. I think he says. Yes, I think it is shot. penalty shot, no matter if he's on a breakaway or not. Right. Um, so to me, that doesn't even, I mean, would Larkin, do you want Dylan Larkin taking a penalty shot against your team? No, but you know, I, I'd much rather if, if I'm getting the penalty shot against me, you're hoping like, God, please, Andrew cop one more time, like go for the hat trick of missed penalty shots. Right. Um, yeah. You don't want Dylan Larkin having a penalty shot and the odds are pretty good that he probably would have made it. But that being said, it's not like he got fucking blown out of the water or anything. Like this was a close game. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can't necessarily complain with an OT loss. 
Yeah, I mean, it, you know, if you think about it like this, right? I, I know these these don't match up perfectly, but you get you get a penalty shot from the thrown stick. It's three two. Yeah. Right. Or or you know at this point at this point what we know now it's five five. Right. Sure. Right. Uh, so I you know I, I I'm with you there. I don't think we can I don't think we can point all of those fingers. I think it is it is a missed call, but there's a missed call in every single game. Every yeah. every game. Every, Literally every, every minute of every game, there's probably a missed call, right? So, you know, yeah. But, I mean, Some o- players' overall... entire careers are based on getting away with shit. Yeah, 100%. Mine, yeah. dude. I got away with a lot. There you go. So, yeah. You can see how far I got. Yeah, I, you're fucking, you're here with me there right now. Going, dude. Look at me fucking getting it. <laughs> um, so, tell me a little bit about what you thought of the Kraken in this game. Um, so, so what's interesting is after the last podcast, we talked a lot about shaking the lines up, right? Um, they, they did not the next game though. So they did not against Carolina. They kept the same lines against care. I think it was Carolina. Um, they kept the uh, yep. same lines. I think that game was going on as we were recording. I think it's Car- it Carolina, Carolina Rangers and then Detroit. Right. And so the, so the Carolina game, they looked really good. And, and everyone in Kraken land was like, holy fuck, we're back. You know, we're, we're fucking feeling it. And then they scored one goal against the Rangers. And um, and Burakovsky goes down. And Burakovsky goes down, which is which is huge, which uh, honestly, and, and we had kind of, you know, we had kind of talked about it in order for some of those guys to get those opportunities. You had to pull guys out that weren't playing as well, or you had to get some of those injuries. Right. And you so said it right. unfortunately, let's, unfortunately, let's call spade a spade. He wasn't playing well. Right, he wasn't playing well. Um, it's it's really unfortunate for him. I mean, at this point, he is an injury concern, right? Yeah. Um, but they, so they ended up shaking the lines up. They dropped McCann down to the third line. I think, like you and I were kind of discussing. I don't necessarily think that's based off of performance because McCann. It's not like McCann is was their worst player. It's not like McCann was playing like a third liner and needed to be moved down. You know, um, but they they just kind of shook him up to to kind of like we brought up last time the boston boston uh, you know after their cups or after their cup right it was just like they they're just going through the motions right and i felt yep. like the crack and we, we you know we talked about it uh, so they did switch it up they put cartier on the top line and he totally deserved that i think he was he was playing good hockey him and i think he played great yeah and he played great he played great next to maddie Beniers. right i think he had a goal in that game right like yep. i think you know Car- cartier is is a is a gamer so yeah, I, I, I liked seeing those that line shake up, right? It just kind of forces guys to, to get out of – just stop skating through the motions, right? You, you know, you, you put on a line with Yanni Gord and Eli Tolvanen, who McCann has, like, barely played with Tolvanen, right, and has played with Yanni Gord a couple times, right? It just – it forces a guy, even like McCann, to say, okay, I got to I gotta re-click sure. here. I got to re-engage to say, how do, you know, where's Yanni going to be? Right. Um, and so I, I think I think that's good. I think you want those chemistry, that chemistry. We talk about that a lot. Right. Where you want you want to build that chemistry. But if your chemistry that you're building isn't resulting in wins and goals. Right. Switch it up. Right. You got to yep. find the chemistry. And Hackstall finally kind of shook things up a little bit. I don't you know, I, we're giving him a little bit of credit. I think he, what, he moved two fucking guys. Right. So, I mean, like, yeah, you know, I, I mean, it wasn't crazy. Right. Shore is in the game because of injury, so it's not right. like you know it's not the end of the world. Right. Um, yeah, but, but, I think, but I think overall, overall they played well. I, I still think, I still, th- I mean, they, they were up three one, right? Like you know, penalties, penalties killed them, and you know, all of a sudden they're down four three, right? So I mean, yep. there's there's still some things that they need to to kind of shake out 
um, you know, getting their second win of the season. Nobody, nobody's going to sit here and say, ah, they, you know, terrible, terrible game, and and why did they win, right? Like, what, nobody, well, nobody's going to do that. But sure. And and honestly, I mean, this you come to this show for hot takes, but this we're going to sound like a broken record here. Like, it's you look at these last what seven games that they've played, seven eight games that they've played. Um, the how many? What, what's the lowest goals against that we've had in any of these games? Three, uh, four. No, uh, St. Louis. Oh, the St. Louis game wasn't was an OT. Okay, so that's yeah. that's you take the St. Louis game out. We've we've yes, had three to four three goals to against a game. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. That's like if you set yourself because this was a problem last year. Last year we just didn't care. We're gonna like okay, we're gonna allow three to four goals in a game. We're just gonna score five and six. Right. Okay, that's we talked about it last year. That's just not a recipe. To win, like Toronto, Toronto can do that. Sure, the Kraken cannot. Yeah, you got to have a little bit more firepower in order to use that as your game plan. Correct. So we've got to find a way to lower that number of goals. And it's this is not this is not me finally segueing into uh, more Grubauer bashing because it's not. Uh, Joey Dackert and Grubauer have been splitting time, and it's equally on them. I think they've played equally okay. Sure. Is that probably the best way? Like they're not playing elite. Yeah, they're not playing elite, but they're playing fine. Um, I I think the defense here is like the the problem has been like we're we're focusing a lot on the offense drying up, but we're we're not losing games one nothing two nothing. Right. Like we're losing games four five to one, you know, uh, normally under normal circumstances. The la- this this game was kind of an outlier, and the Carolina game was an outlier. Yeah, I, I mean, we've been we've been a broken record for three three years on this, right? Yeah. They have they do they have a first D pair that you know is pro- probably closer to a second pairing on, on contenders, right? And then they I mean, realistically, they have two third pairing defensemen, yeah. you know, two 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 yep. th- third pair defensemen lines after that, right? So their D is you know, I, I mean, they, they they're getting away with it, but. That, that was their area of need big time, right? You know, because Only that diff- offense dries up, that D's got to right. step up. So, I don't know. Yep. Hard to win games four or five every night. Sure. Very difficult. So, but yeah, um, uh, so Seattle, you know, they're they're kind of middling along at the moment. Uh, nice win in Detroit. They'll, that'll boost their spirits a little bit. And I think they yep. go on a road trip here for a little while. Um, rough they night. better in- on the road? Do they play better on the road? I, I, I should, weird. I should it's weird to say because our it fucking feels like it. The Seattle barn is so cool oh, and it's, it's loud. Yeah, it's awesome. So I don't understand why, but in any case, I guess that they're better on the road. Um, got that. Detroit is. Uh, I mean, not even not even because I'm a Detroit fan, but like Detroit is the talk of the town right now. Um, yeah. They've got leading scores at the moment. I believe. Uh, I would have to double check because it changes regularly. Uh, no, Jack, but H- Jack Hughes is now officially the Jack the, Hughes is up there. Okay, so yeah. but for for about a week, uh, both the Brincat, the Brincat was the goals leader, and Larkin was the points guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for some reason, Hall was the highest in plus minus. Hell yeah! What a stud, dude! <laughs> Suck it, Toronto! Yeah, oh, fucking get- <laughs> thanks, thanks for Hall. Toronto, Toronto fans just punching air right now. They need one more reason to be upset. Yeah. God damn it. That's funny as shit. Um, yeah, that's that's not gonna last. But in any case, yeah, the um, the Red Wings have been playing 
I, as somebody who's can be self-critical of a team, they are outscoring a lot of defensive problems. But sure. when you've got two of the leading point and goal scorers in the league, you can overlook some of that stuff. When you have when you have elite forwards, you can do that, yeah. right? Who who can you look to on the Kraken and say he's gonna he's gonna score tonight, right? It's just a matter of when. None. It's uh, just it's, nobody, right? None. Yeah. There Whereas is. I mean, you you know it's coming with Debrinkat and and. Him and Larkin are absolutely clicking, right? Oh, it's just it's stupid. So, you know, and like like Larkin, Larkin is Larkin is a very good player. He's just he's not an elite superstar, top three point guy in no. the league, or hasn't been. But I mean, those two together, that's, that's all it takes, man. He's he's a koozie to Ovechkin. He's not Ovechkin. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? So, like yeah. he he's the guy next to the guy, but when he's all by himself, he's been the de facto guy because there's been nobody else there. You know, he, he's the Malkin to the Crosby, so right. to speak. And now he's got his Crosby. I mean, no no, disres- no disrespect to Lucas Raymond or Tyler Bertuzzi. A little bit. But, a little bit. But but that's that's who he has more, had, right? I mean, more, like... more disrespect to Bertuzzi. So it's – I know Raymond's been taking a lot of heat recently. Like, how is this line popping off and he's not really doing anything? Let's, let's remember that this kid's 21 years old. Right. Like he's not even remotely in his prime yet. And it like, there are guys in the league that we now consider all-star like Clayton Keller and all these guys, like these guys that are absolutely popping off now. Like it, it takes time to get yeah. used to the league and yeah. get comfortable. Like he's 21 years old playing in the NHL. How, how is he supposed to feel fucking confident? You know? Well, and I mean, you know, there was people saying that Jack Hughes was a bust. Right. Good God. That right. kid is fucking filthy, right? Like he, he has arrived. hundred percent. hundred percent. As as the orga uh, as the Englishman with an orgasm said, I'm arriving. Oh, mm. in it, Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> That's always my favorite one. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, so so one of the things that so last thing I'll say on the Detroit Red Wings. Um, yeah, then we can move on. Sebastian Casa, right? Is is he? Are we going to see him at any point this season? Do we think the no, goalies are he's... that much of an issue, or no? No, no, you've got – I mean, they're, they're playing solid enough. I think Reimer, Reimer has been playing great in limited minutes. Billy Huso is, I think, playing satisfactory. Like, he, it's sure. – there's been no egregious goals. Like, nobody's yeah. looking at Billy Huso right now and saying, like, oh, we're losing because of Billy Huso. It, it's it's not it. It's just you're not getting the, – the goals that are supposed to be going in are being scored on Billy Huso, and the saves that he's supposed to be making, he's making the saves. And that's and that's what you should expect from a goalie. Right. Um Reamer's fine, and then we also have fucking Lion or not Lion. Um, we've got another goalie that's also like I think he's backing up Casa or splitting time with Casa in the AHL. Um, we technically have three NHL level goalies, technically gotcha. speaking. So yeah, there's uh, no Casa will most like barring massive amounts of injuries, Casa will be in the AHL. Yeah, um, which, which is good. Which, he, he which needs is to good. Do that. Yeah, goalies yeah. do always take a little bit. It's little it's little like it's season. it's like Kraken fans like, you know, they're rubbing their hands together when there's another injury. They're like, ooh, Shane Wright time, and it's like, stop. Like, mm-hmm. Shane Wright yeah, needs let, to be. Let him do his thing. Shane Wright needs to be in the AHL. Like, he needs to be there. So. He needs to cook. He needs to get tougher. He needs to get bigger. He needs to just get. He needs to ease into the professional leagues. Um, and and this is a podcast where we definitely criticize the NHL for overcooking. Like mm-hmm. there are people that are like, oh, he needs to be in the AHL for a good like three, four years. It's like, okay, no, that's it's not what I said. That's like, too much. I, yeah, I didn't say that, but 
this is a kid who was literally like technically wasn't even supposed to be in the AHL this year. Mm-hmm. Like right. technically based on his contract and his age, he should technically still be in fucking London or whatever the fuck. Right. I think I think people people are looking. I mean, Logan Cooley was the same draft, right? Yep. So people are kind of looking at Logan Cooley and saying, well, look, he's already there. Well, Logan Cooley wasn't supposed to be there. He, he wasn't, and the Coyotes, the Coy- he's he's a very good player. I'm not going to take anything away from Logan Cooley. No, of course not. But, I mean, who the fuck else are they going to put in? Were they going to put Jason Zucker on the top power play? Like, no way, right. man. So, well, uh, yeah. And to that point, and then let's, let's use that as a segue over to the Yotes. Like, Cooley is, he's turning up on the power play. Great yeah. playmaking skills. I think he's, I mean, he's got like three or four assists right now, all on the power play. And I think almost all of them are to Keller. So yeah. he's, I mean, you know, I can pass the puck to, to, uh, to Keller. And, sure, and, sure. Yeah. Um, so there, there is that, but like his, his even strength stuff, he's still got it. He's learning the game and he doesn't have any goals yet. He's not a fucking Connor Bedard or anything like that. So anybody who's making those comparisons is it's, it's ridiculous. So I mean, and, Slav, Slavkovsky went first overall in that draft, or uh, you know what I mean. So yeah, like uh, this wasn't the Connor Bedard, Fantilli draft, right? right. This was this was right. you know these guys were going to be good. They might just they might take a little bit more time to kind of come along and be good good NHL players, not a superstar, right? Like, sure. So uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, what he's doing, it definitely helps having Keller and Schmaltz is playing good. You know, oh, yeah. that oh, D yeah. that D is is much deeper than it's been. I think their their D is a lot deeper than it was. The vibes, last year. the vibes are so good. Like, yeah, I I watched that game during during the Frozen Frenzy last night uh, against the Kings, and yeah, they were down three one, and then they fuck it, like they ended up losing this game, but they came back. Like the Yotes of last year would not have come back. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you sit on the you sit on the, the you're like, all right, it's three one right now. We resigned ourselves to a six-one defeat. Let's let's call it and head back to Mullet. All right, it's three-one. Uh, bus leaves at nine. Right. Uh, <laughs> guys, guys are already like booking, you know, their room at fucking Luxor so they can stop over in Vegas on the way back to Arizona. Wouldn't you? Dude? I mean, I would. Yeah, absolutely. So, but but now they're actually like there's some fight in these guys, and I think they're it's early in the season. And fuck, look at the standings, man. They're by no means out of it. They're they're gonna they're that's they're gonna be they're right in the thick of things. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be a tough out all year. They're one they they are tied with them. They're they're tied with uh, the Winnipeg Jets and one point behind the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it's a good it's a good little young team, right? I mean, you know, their oldest guy is is probably Zucker, maybe maybe Dumba, right? But probably I mean, Dumba, yeah, yeah, maybe Dumba. But I mean, you know, they're they're young. Right, but yeah, I mean, like you were saying, I think you texted me. Keller is a superstar, or something, a stud, or something. If, he is, if, he is, and I've we, we, you know, I've been saying it for years. It just it, it's because he's on the fucking guys. Coyotes, man. You watch this kid. If he was on any other, oh my god, if he was, if he was on the fucking Blackhawks or the Bruins or whatever, we'd be talking. This kid is fuck. Like, we're talking like right now, um, Pistorius or whatever. Like because he's on the Boston Bruins and he scored like two goals. We're like, oh fucking stories is fucking here mm. and it's Por- like Por- portress whatever yeah patois patois is that patois? how you said i thought I, I thought it was like the i thought it was the same last name as the guy with the with the with the blades for legs oh uh edward scissorhands uh no oh <laughs> uh, the, the blade runner the, the guy the guy that ended up murdering oh, his wife 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember how it's pronounced. Oh, okay. uh, that's another thing. Apparently, that that was a big. Uh, there was there was a couple popular podcasts that were saying. I think it was. It wasn't Vimelka. It was uh, someone someone else. But they were mispronouncing his name and just going off on these podcasters. It's like motherfucker, dude. You. All right. Let me th- let me throw ten names at you that you've barely fucking right. heard of. And see how you do. Like, let's that are the names from a different country that we're supposed to fucking just pronounce off of yeah, face value and, know, and just know how they say it back there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Judge more, pricks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. No. So I'm I'm excited about the Yotes. Um. It's they're gonna be a fun team to watch. I will honestly probably turn them on uh, any chance that I get. That's convenient and it's not you know our main teams. Um. I watched a little bit of L.A. L.A. looks solid. Um. You know, as much as I gave Cam Talbot, I, I always give Cam Talbot shit, not because he's bad. It's just because he's just, he's the champion of averageness. He's the champion yeah. of mediocrity. Like he's, you're just not, you're not going to win Stanley Cups with Cam Talbot, but you will get through the season and he's a, he's an acceptable goaltender. And that's what he did in this. Like, did he play outstanding against the Oats? No, but he was there to get the win and he's, he's better than Phoenix Copley. Yeah, LA. I won't spend too much time on them. I, I mean, in that division, they can they can make the playoffs, right? How is P, How is PLD at this point? Uh, I mean, he they, they, he's been playing pretty good. I think him and uh, who's the other guy? Who's the guy that they got from Montreal? Um, uh, center also. Fucking. Fucking buddy. Fucking dickhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fiala? I, no, Fiala no. they got from from Minnesota. More? No. Deno. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think him and PLD are playing pretty well. PLD's got three goals, one assist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, you know, they they have they have some of those guys. I mean, are they going to make a push again? Probably not. I don't. You know, I. I mean, as much as as much as I hate Dowdy as a human being, he's still a decent defender. But it, it, Mikey Anderson. I know people are gonna get on me about Mikey Anderson, but it's after after Dowdy, it's just it's it's nobody's right. And then and then mediocre average goaltending, you know. I, they're just they're they're probably a first round exit, right? Like most likely, you know, yeah. I, they're not gonna and move then, the needle much, but the, yeah. the playoffs is is possible. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. Um, one last uh, before we get into our mid roll, uh, one last hot take here. Uh, Rangers or Kings? Who has the best Lafreniere? Oh, so so the Kings is actually the Ferrier. Sorry. Okay, yeah, so, so he's 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 Lafreniere, Lafreniere, right and Lafreniere. I'm gonna tweet. I'm gonna tweet how shitty you are at names right now. Thank you. Appreciate um, that. And and then all the fucking French Canadian hockey fans can come fucking fill up my DMs, and I'll just tell them. Yeah. Uh, right now, I mean, where where they're at in the lineup plays a role, right? Who they're playing with. Um, Lafreniere, Lafreniere, does, Lafreniere does have three goals, which yeah, is Lafreniere, better than, Lafreniere yeah. is is figuring it out. He's got a nice little plum spot right now. I think he's yeah. playing with Panarin and Trocheck. Yep. But yeah, so I mean, you know, he, he is he's having a good season. Lafreniere, Le, Le, where he's at, and on a Kings team that. You know, I mean, yes, they scored a lot of goals last night, but I think in general, right, you don't think of them as like a, a complete offensive powerhouse. No. Uh, he's playing good hockey, and honestly, you know, um, yeah, I, I think I think that's a I think that's a wash, which is sad to say, but yeah, it's you know, it is what it is. Yep, I agree. 
All right, tell me a little bit about DraftKings, Taylor. All right, DraftKings. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN as in the Hockey Podcast Network. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, L.A., 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You got through that pretty quick. You're getting better at it. I am. Sure am. Getting better every day. Um, are the Flyers kind of falling back to earth? Yeah, I mean, we always knew they were going to, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, I, I think I, I think Torts is going to keep them into games. Um, he's had, he's got another year under his belt as that head coach. He's able to kind of mesh that and and mold that team into what he wants it to be. Uh And, and he's got, he's got some of those guys that, you know, aren't super talented. I think, I mean, it's probably not an argument to say Konechny is their most talented player on that team. Right. Um, Travis Sandheim is playing really good on the back end. Carter Hart's not playing bad in net, but I mean, you know, outside of that, those guys don't really have a huge option. Uh, you know, a uh, stable of really high-end talent to basically say, yeah, fuck you, Torts, I'm going to go do what I want to do, right? So they, they kind of have to buy into a system a little bit in order to actually play some NHL games. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, they, we always knew they were going to come back down. It was super early in the season. But, yeah, I mean, they, you know, the, the way that Matt Vaymichkov is playing in Russia right now, I mean, this is, this is, this is a good young team that has some, some pretty high-skilled players that are going to come through their system here pretty quick. So it, it's only a matter of time. Joel Farabee is going to figure it out, right? He might not, he might not ever be an even point-per-game player, but he's going to be a very good complementary piece you know, in, in their future potential cup runs and stuff like that. So they do have some pieces. It's just they're just they're very young, all right. It's yep. I mean they got some older guys, but they're really just fillers, all right. I mean, yep. um, yeah. I, I I mean I I heard I heard this game last night. I didn't get to watch it, but I heard the Vegas game. Uh, they gave them a little bit of a run, so uh, you're you're gonna see that from some of these teams. You know, Coyotes is a perfect example of that as well, right? You're, you might not see the Coyotes in the playoffs this year, but you're gonna see them give teams some runs night nightly basis. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as as somebody who still does to a degree, I, I respect the Vegas Golden Knights team. I do think they are very good. I'm not taking all that, but um, I'm starting to get mild resentment for their fans. They're starting to act real cocky, uh-huh. and uh, it's kind of pissing me off. Ooh. Like I'm not wow. I'm not to the point where I'm like rooting against the Vegas Golden Knights. I do like the Golden Knights before Seattle existed. I was a Red Wings and Vegas Vegas Golden Knights fan. Definitely love the team. No, no complaints there. But uh, Vegas fans are getting a little cocky, and uh, 
don't like it. I mean, I don't like it. They're they're like they're like oh. We just got, we're the first Stanley Cup team that's won six games in a row to start the season. It's like, yeah, look at your fucking schedule, bro. And then shout out to Sinbin. Uh, Ken actually, Sinbin on, Ken on Sinbin is actually pretty responsive on Twitter. And we, we kind of threw some shade and we're like, uh, yeah, look at that schedule, like play a real team. And he's like, dude, we're, we're Seattle, Winnipeg, and Dallas, not playoff teams. And I'm like, okay. Love that like, answer. That's, that's, that's such hilarious. Yeah, okay. Because sure. uh, that's literally what I said, said back. I was like, well, LOL, okay, Ken. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah I've, I've seen I've seen a bunch of people, and, and, you know, everybody else in the league's kind of catching on, right? Like, okay, play, play, play someone at your own caliber. They, pl- they played Dallas, and I'm not going to take anything away. Dallas, that's the Dallas game was good. That's a 3-2 shootout win. Yes. That's but, a 3-2 shootout shoot out good, win. Like, that's, good, that's good a coin flip game. Sure. Good, good win, right? Mm-hmm. That's their only good win. Uh, Winnipeg is is a shell of even the team we saw at the beginning right. of last year, right? They yeah. they made the playoffs because of their they're of, a five hundred team, right? They they made the playoffs last year because of their their good start last year, uh-huh. right? So, uh-huh. um, you know, and then and then Kraken, you know, Kraken they, they played the Ducks, they played the Sharks. The Kraken are not good right now, right? You know, hoping for a rebound, but at the moment, where I mean, this is a loose Kraken podcast. We're we're big enough to say that they're not playing well at the moment. Um, and fucking who else? Sharks. Um, yeah, sharks. 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 Um, and oh, the Blackhawks. And then they play the Blackhawks like back to back. Like it was, it's like Blackhawks, Flyers, Blackhawks. Yeah. So like there's a decent chance they get to 10 and it's like, Jesus Christ, somebody was really doing this. Just, just giving them the fucking underhand yeah. ball throw. Yeah. Jesus. It's. But my point that I made on Twitter was like, like if the if the Vegas Golden Knights started on an East Coast road trip, we wouldn't be having this conversation. A hundred percent, because because you know they 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 could be what, what five and one, six and one. They, 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 they are good. Yes, they are good. Not taken away from that, but like strutting around trying to tell me that this was like one hundred percent earned when you just did like five of six games were just bum slaying, sure. soon to be seven and eight, like. What are we doing here? Right. I mean, because you, you make it an East Coast swing to start after your, uh, you know, start the season. Right. One of those teams is going to be better start, than you on that given night. Like, it's start, just. Start in Florida. Play, play, play Florida, Tampa, and Carolina your first three games of the season and tell me that you are just so confident that they're going to go 3 and 0. Well, Car- Carolina isn't playing all that great right now. No. But, but um, yeah, but uh, I'm, is, I'm with is you. Is Carolina better than the fucking San Jose Sharks? Yeah, they're gonna give you. They're gonna give you a much better game, right? So yeah, I, I, you know what? Grow the game, right? Love them bringing a team to Vegas. Those all good I, points. I, I I've had I've had conversations. I don't remember where I was, but I was going through, and there was a, a some Vegas fans. Just they just don't know. They don't know. No. They don't. They don't know. And they and they've just they basically walked into the league. We're good. Won a Stanley Cup. And they just that's that's all they know, right? So sure. they they just know success. They don't know, you know, being able to kind of take a step back and go, oh well, you're not and, wrong, and, Dusty and, Bender, because yes, we haven't played any, to any be, good teams. To be completely unbiased, like they probably got another two three year window. Yeah, yeah. you know, as as long as Mark Stone can stay relatively healthy and Mark Dussault, as long as you keep that core together, you know, I. You start taking pieces away. I don't know if Jack Eichel can do it all by himself, but you know we see how that goes. 
if like if they win back-to-back cups then their window's over because all those guys are going to want pay raises yeah and and look those are games you still have to win right yep. but don't get cocky don't don't be those fucking people because your your team is beating always bottom dwellers always under, right exactly don't don't be sitting here t- telling me oh those are all playoff teams huh yeah okay yeah, i know yep. I, I saw one too where the guy didn't include the kraken which is which is good you know that's at least recognizing that kraken are not playing good hockey you know they sure. played good hockey two games out of six or whatever right correct um you know so but still so stay saying the winnipeg jets so like you you won a point because you didn't include the kraken like ken did and then you lose a point because Winnipeg fucking sucks, dude. I'm Winnipeg's sorry. really bad. That's just, it's, I mean, they're okay. They won again. They won again last night, but I mean, that's just like they the, beat St. Louis. Yeah. We're not penciling it. Like, good team to me is teams that we can immediately pencil in as playoff teams. Like, the Avalanche are making the playoffs. Dallas is making the playoffs. Um, Minnesota is probably making the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, like these, these are teams that I can pencil in and be like, all right, this is fucking. These are good fucking teams. They're, they are playing teams that I can pencil in, saying the Sharks are not making the playoffs. The Ducks aren't making the playoffs. Right. The Blackhawks are not making the playoffs. Right. Yeah, these Crack, are you know that's are questionable. Be... Winnipeg yeah. is questionable. Right. Like you know. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you 100. percent Right. Go do go do an East Coast swing. You come out of that sucker six six and zero. Yeah. yeah. Sure, you and, you have every right to talk down. And these are minor nitpicks because I'm I'm not sitting here saying that the Golden Knights are overrated. They are playing quite well, and they are beating they're beating these teams how they should be beating these teams. Like when you know one of the Red Wings, they were on a five game win streak. You know, technically they still haven't lost in regulation in six, but when they beat Columbus four zero, like is that a big deal? No, but you're supposed to beat Columbus four zero. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, not not to take anything away from Vegas. Right, yeah, but no. you you can ruin a team for me real fast by being a total douchebag. Correct. Right? Like I just just not, you know. And I understand not everybody knows hockey like like you and I, or even mm-hmm. even, you know, everybody that listens to this podcast because you know we're all smarties. But like, use your common sense. Like use a brain a little bit, dude. I just. Yep. But the, those fan base. That's that's why I don't like Edmonton. Right. Like Edmonton. Edmonton is a decent team, which you I read my mind. Look at that. That's, that's a great tell me, segue. tell me a little bit about the Edmonton Oilers, Taylor. The Edmonton Oilers don't have Connor McDavid, so that's why they're losing. Um, yeah, I mean, they were I, losing even when he was on the team, but I, they, they're 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 struggling right now. I mean, they, they goaltending they, goaltending. Uh, let's let's start from the back out. Yeah, goaltending is bad. It's not good. There, there is no answer. Like it doesn't matter who doesn't matter which one they put in. It's did you see the clip of Leon like fighting every urge in his body not to get up and strangle Skinner in the locker room? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, it's just, his his, his face like what'd you what'd you think of the Stuart? Basically, basically the uh, basically the the media guy was like, "Hey, what did you think of Skinner losing the game for you?" Is basically yeah. the question, and, what and Leon's triggered. like, "What do you yeah. what do you want me to say?" Like, <laughs> he was bad. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I just, he's, he made a mistake. Like he fucked up. Uh, that's such a terrible question. Oh, so be, awful. Be, be better, people. Right. Um. Yeah. He's just so <laughs> stupid. So hey, stupid. what do you think of your terrible goalie? Hey, and and, you, ex- and give me reasons why he's bad. Yeah. Can you give me three examples of why he's the shittiest goalie in the league? 
Like, what do you fucking do it, dude? God, I, I swear, the people who write for our sport sometimes, I just don't. I just I, wanted, I I like... wanted Leon to be like, yeah, get get him out of here. Right. That guy right there. He's, yeah. he's dumb. Stupid. Like, don't Pass ever fucking talk to me again. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, no, they, they, they got they got problems in net big time, and and it's funny because in the preseason, it's the preseason, but you, you know you can get a little bit of a vibe of how guys are you know how, how guys are looking, right? I think yeah. you know what's the rust factor, right? What's the rust level? And both their tendies look decent, right? I mean, yeah. I think Campbell Campbell was playing pretty well in the preseason. He played the last couple preseason games and looked pretty good. Uh, Skinner Skinner had a couple shoddy ones in preseason, but then you know he had a couple good wins. So mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's interesting to see the the marbles the marbles are fucking you know they're actually falling. These are actually actual games that matter. And oh shit, there's an actual problem here in in between the pipes. So yeah, it's I mean I, that's clearly their biggest issue. Pipes are bad. Bouchard looks bad. Yeah, um, I mean, their, their D their D looks. To me, their D looks like they didn't play together at all last year. No chemistry. They, yeah, no chemistry. They just they look like they look almost lost. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I mean, you know, they, they have on paper right their their top four is decent, right? Like I'm not Cody CC isn't a guy to call home about, but I mean, you know, Ekholm Bouchard, you know, as much as we give Nurse shit, he's a very serviceable second pairing defenseman. He's not worth ten million or whatever the fuck he's making. No. But, you know, he's a very serviceable defenseman. They just look like they all took the fucking summer off, haven't talked to each other, didn't talk to each other in training camp or preseason. They basically were just like, yeah, I guess I guess we're uh, partners uh, of the blue line. Right. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, the goalies the goalies look like shit, but I think I don't think the D are doing them any favors, you know. So I think, no. I think, I think that's an issue as well, but... It is. Well, and stop me if you've heard this, but it seems like this team is not getting any depth scoring. Oh, really? Shocking, they usually, right? They usually do. What? Yeah, this is usually a four lines deep team. 100%. It's almost, it's almost like, yeah, um, even the guy that they brought in specifically to score, like, they're like, hey, you know, um, these two guys on our team make up like 90% of our scoring. Uh, yeah. We should probably bring in at least a third, like one more guy to like kind of help with this. And he's got like what one goal? Nah. Xander uh, Kane just hit the waiver wire in our fantasy league. Yeah, he did. Since when? In a, not in a million years. Like even even you and I do not like the guy. He's a prick, but he still has a home in our fantasy league. Right. Yeah, he's still. And a he's fucking player. hitting waiver wires right now because he's got like one goal and one assist. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, they they got a and I saw a couple people. You know, this is a good test for Dry Settle when McDavid's out. Right? Is is he? You know, one of the best players in the world, or is he? I think a co- he is. Is he a coattail guy, right? And I, I think he'll. I think Leon will enjoy great numbers, but their record will not be good. Yeah, yeah. He, he could he could put up three points a game, and he's, and they're still going to lose. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, they they got some problems right now. I've seen uh, Woodcroft's name come across the feed as as being Ooh, a potential hot seat. Uh, yeah, potential hot seat candidates. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't, I don't know what kind of coaching is out on the market though. So, um, yeah, I, they, 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 they got to find something though because, I mean, two quick losses of Vancouver and then they just they, they haven't seemed right. So yeah, so, something's got to they got to fix something. There. You know, Taylor, I think that team just needs a good look through their phones. Yeah, yeah, maybe bring in Mike Babcock. <laughs> 
Maybe maybe that's the key. Maybe that's the ticket. Maybe McDavid McDavid is just he's sending way too many nudies or something. That's it. I think yeah. we need to I need to see some family pictures. Yeah. Oh, don't like this one. Delete. Don't. I don't. I don't like this person. You need to cut all contact with this person. That's my mm. mom. Yep. You, you don't said, need to talk said, to her anymore. I said what I said. Yep. That's right. Um. Speaking of hot seats at the moment, uh, at jumping a little further uh, south in the in the Great White North, um, Ottawa. So uh, recently played Buffalo on the Frozen Frenzy night, and uh, the reason we're kind of we want to focus on these two teams right now is because early in the season it was kind of in the East anyway. The three teams that were like, will they, won't they? Which one of them is going to take the step and be a playoff team? Detroit, Buffalo, and Ottawa. Um, I, some very ambitious people thought all three were going to make it in. Uh, some even slightly less ambitious people were thinking two of them. Uh, and then at least, I, I think most of the you know preseason brackets that I've seen have at least one of these teams in the playoffs. Right. So it's interesting to like kind of see how this is shaking out so far. So um, Detroit and Buffalo have not played yet, but Detroit has played Ottawa and Buffalo has played Ottawa. And uh, Ottawa's dropped both these games in pretty spectacular fashion um i've watched both a little bit of a little bit of the buffalo game not as much as the red wings game obviously um but i watched it uh that was it was a weird buffalo ottawa game um they kind of like got back into it and like like it was like the last three minutes they were down like five one or something and then it and the game ended like six four or something some ridiculous shit you know leave it to buffalo to maybe screw it up um but yeah what that's uh what, what, what are you seeing from Ottawa right now? Because I'm seeing goaltending problems. Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot of penalties. Yeah. I, 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 penalties is a big thing. All right. There's the whole Brady Kachuk fighting. I think it was Tuck at the end of the end of that. He's game. fighting everybody. He's like fighting once. It, so I don't, I haven't followed Ottawa up to this point. You're a little more up on the Kachuks is, does Brady do this every like is he known for like a fight every game kind of thing? I I feel like uh, having him on my fantasy team last year. Yeah. I feel like he did this like he almost he almost comes back from the summer and just has all this pent up energy and anger. Uh-huh. And then and then he kind of calms down and then he starts fucking putting up goals and shit. So okay. I don't know if this is just like an early, you know, I don't know what Keith Kachuk said to him over the summer that just really fucking pissed him off, and now he's going again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it, he's, he plays with a chip, but I think, you know, it's it's just getting him to basically settle down and say, look, you can play with a chip, but we need you on the ice, right? Like, you, sure. you, you know, besides Stutzla, you are, like, far and away our best forward, right? So, like, you know, you, you got you to gotta kind of reel it, reel it in a little bit. And I think... I think they're they're kind of they're they'll get there, right? Sure. And uh, Norris and Norris has come back from injury and he's been doing great. Yeah. Um, it, it's scoring goals has not necessarily been their problem. Tarasenko, Tarasenko's looking like he yeah. wanted to be in Ottawa's whole fucking career. Yeah, it's you know their scoring goals is not necessarily the problem from what I've seen. It's just they're they're letting in a ungodly amount of goals. Yeah, I, the very similar vein to Toronto, right? I mean, we expected Toronto to let in a ton of goals. I mean, we, we even brought this up, right? And I think you and I had Ottawa pretty low on our rankings because they replaced Talbot with essentially the same goalie. I think Corpusalo is a little bit better, but 
it's essentially the same tendy, right? Just yeah. a pretty, pretty average is going to get you some wins, going to get you some losses. Yep. Um, so, you know, I, I don't, I don't, you know, they got off to a hot start and I think people, people were like, well, see, we fucking told you. And now mm-hmm. they're coming back down to earth a little bit. So yeah, goaltending, goaltending is, and, and Forsberg isn't, Forsberg isn't, he's not a world beater. He's not a terrible tendy, but I mean, they have two pretty, you know, yeah, they're okay. You know, on the right on the right night, they can play good goaltending, and sure. Um, you know, on nights like this, they're gonna get fucking dusted. So they're just to me like I'm I'm not putting them in the lowest tier. Like I'm not saying they're bad. It's just they're they're playing like like how a team that would play if they're five hundred five hundred hockey mm-hmm. is what I like to call it. Like they're playing five hundred hockey right now, where they're on they're playing just good enough to win every other night, and that's not gonna get you in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And you could probably almost copy and paste that to Buffalo because I it's in fact they're almost similar in the sense that they're scoring like offense to me is not necessarily the problem. It, at least that's the vibe that I get. It's yeah they just got to limit the damage a little bit. Yeah, I think Buffalo had Buffalo and until the last couple of games have had a little bit more of a problem figuring out what their lines look like. Okay. And so they, they actually have had a little bit. They haven't been getting a ton of goal scoring from those top guys. Now Skinner and Tuck. Tuck just had a goal and an assist in this game, right? You need the, those two guys. You can't just put Tage Thompson with the players that they have him with on that top line yeah. and say, you're going to go win us games, right? Right. Um, you know, they need they need this, the, the second line if they're going to put Tuck and Skinner on that second line. They need that second line to figure it out a little bit. And they've started to, so... Yeah, I, I, Buffalo, and, and and we know Buffalo's D. We know Buffalo has two of the two of the better young defensemen. Owen Power isn't lighting the world on fire, but he's he's a damn good defenseman, good two way guy. And Rasmus Dahlin got paid for a reason. I mean, he's a good good young guy. So yeah, uh, yeah. But I think you know you, you look even further into the goalie situation, like you were saying with Ottawa. They got three that they're rotating in through in Buffalo. They just they don't know what the fuck to do. That's and that's just not. That is not good. Yeah, I honestly. Like that's just not how you how you can get it. If you're any of those goaltenders, how do you feel confident? You don't because you've. I mean, I think each one of them have played two games, right? Like you know, you just you can't get you can't get any sort of rhythm. But but it's also, you know, it's also on them too, right? Like you gotta you gotta you know bring yourself above that and say, you know, yeah, I'm I'm in a three headed monster in this net. I got to play my fucking lights out because I want more than two of six games. I want more of a third, more than a third of the games. Right. So, yep. um, yeah, they, they, they got a little bit of work to do there, but I think, I think both those, both these teams will still, will still end up being closer to that wild card than I think probably the records would tell you right now. I, I mean, I, I still think they're good teams. That's a very tough division though. So very true. Who, who knows? You know? Yeah. That's going to be definitely, it's, I almost don't want to – the, the West is just so boring. Like, everybody is so aggressively mediocre. Mm-hmm. Like, the West – there is no one – like, there's, like, two or three teams that are standing out from the pack in the West. Everybody is just – everybody else is just average. Right. Like, everybody's, like, 500 or slightly below 500, and it's just not it, – it's too hard to make it, – it's too early to make any fucking predictions on them, you know? Right, right. Kraken, Kraken could rattle off four wins, and they're right back in it. Yeah, yeah. Look at that Pacific, man. Woof. Yeah, yeah. that Pacific, other than Vegas, the Pacific is wide open. It's wide open. Who fucking knows? Yeah. Um, the only other team I want to talk about in the East, we kind of, kind of touched on the Flyers, but I, I did want to talk about, uh, big shout out to Jack Hughes. I think we brought it up a little Devils, bit. Devils, yeah. 
Devils, Devils. Weird game, weird game tonight as we record this against the Caps. Yeah, uh, they were, I, I was ready to write them off. They were down three rip. Made a nice comeback and then proceeded to fucking lose anyways. But they're on a, they're on a back-to-back, right? Um, you know, actually, I think Washington was too. But anyways, yeah, uh, just a tough loss tonight. And it's uh, dropping down the standings a little bit. But I think I still think this team is is pretty pretty solid. I mean, their goaltending is going to be an issue. Again, if they just, if they just fucking, if they just got a goaltender. How long have we been talking about this? Need. Just fucking, it's just make the, tr- just get Gibby. Like, that's just, all, like, Gibby wants to be there. The Devils want you, just like, make it happen. And Gibby, Gibby, Gibby's not even playing his best hockey right now, but he's meant he's been mentally checked out in Anaheim for a while. Oh fuck yeah, he's he's ready to leave. He's been ready to leave, man. So yeah, I, yeah, and and right now like, this is the time. If you're the Devils GM, this is the time to be Colin Verbeek. Even even me as a Ducks fan, you can get him low. Yeah, right. You, you you can get him for a lot less than you would have a couple years lots ago. Lots of goalies out there that would be an improvement on this. It's. I'm not saying that these guys can't be good. It's the, the problem is not that they don't have good games. It's that they're inconsistent as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. both Vanacek and how do you say it? Schneed. Uh, Schmied, yeah. Schmied, yeah. Um, they're they're inconsistent. One night they're great, and the next one it's not. And I'm not saying like trade from fucking Mackenzie Blackwood, but <laughs> like if like I can't believe I'm saying this, but like a Cam Talbot is not a terrible decision. Yeah, 24 goals for, 23 goals against. You just, I mean, you're, you're going to be 3-2-1 and one if, if that's where yeah. you're at, right? I mean, yeah. it's just, it's not ideal. You've, you've got to be able to limit, it doesn't matter. It's Unless you have elite level scoring, like Toronto, um, Tampa is seeming to do it while Vasilevsky's out. Like, you can outscore a lot of your problems. But with, and credit where credit is due, the Devils are a great offensive team right now. It's mm-hmm. just, you've got... You know, when you get 10 shots on, two go in, but you let one pass you and it goes in, it's a killer. Yeah, six goals against on 25 shots tonight. Fuck. That's not good. It's not going to do it. It's not going to cut it, man. It's not going to cut it. So you need Devils. Devils. They'll probably, I mean, they won't do anything right now. They'd be smart to do it right now, but they're not going to do it right now. Yeah, let them Um, have a whole season there. It's just whatever. I just, I I mean, there there are teams that, because, the problem is it's probably a trade partner, you know, like, but, but that again, going back to, I don't know why I keep picking up on Anaheim, but Anaheim makes sense. Like it's, it's not early in, it's not too early in the season for Anaheim. Anaheim knows they're not going to make the playoffs. Right. Like right. It, it's not, it's not like, well, maybe we'll get to 20 games and we'll see where we're at. Like, no, like Anaheim, if we're at 20 games and Anaheim is like above the wild card, all of us are freaking out and we're going like, the, the ducks are like, oh, we gotta get rid of Gibby just to get worse. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, so so realistically, right? Like, ducks fans are gonna get on me about this because they want a first rounder for Gibby, but it's just not gonna happen. So a second oh, round, a, a second round pick and a prospect, and that prospect is potentially Alexander Holtz, right? Or, or someone someone on, in, in that realm, right? Um, if I'm New Jersey, I'm doing that. I just, yep. you know. Yep. Re- reinvigorate him, put him on the East Coast where he grew up, you know. Um, yeah, and that's that's all you need. That's, that's all, all I'm picking on him, need. but I mean, it, there's 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 probably some other options out there that probably would would be suitable as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the devil. It's it's like you and I talked about before. The Devils are a 
above average to great goaltender away from being a legit contender. A absolute, you know, if they lose in the first round, it's the biggest upset in a while, right? I mean, it's yeah. just that that's really all they need is a goaltender who can who can get them there. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Uh, right. the, the only other team I wanted to talk about, I know we're coming up on time. Yeah, we Carolina. Got... Carolina. I, I'm a little I'm a little weird. concerned with Carolina. Really weird. I know, I know they have a couple injuries, right? They, uh, uh, they just cannot stay healthy. They can't. Freddie went need down, to break, right? We need to break. I want to talk to a Carolina podcast because yeah. I, I need to hear the hate and yeah. the hurt. There's, there's got to there's gotta be like, their training program or their medical staff. Something's up, man. Because, you know, um, Ajo down. Freddie Anderson down, right? That's your top two players in – Two different positions. Yep. Right? You already had Svechnikov out. Their D is their their D is you know, they're playing much lower than than they should. I mean, that's a good defensive unit. It it is a good defensive unit. Um maybe maybe the assignments aren't necessarily great. I don't like Dmitry Orlov with Tony D'Angelo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because those are it. two those are two offensively minded defensemen. Um, and the stats are really not good for them. Well, I'd, so, I'd say Orlov is more two way, but I, I think I think you're right. I think those he's two, not a shut down D to make up for Tony D'Angelo playing literally no defense. Yeah, I agree. And, and what's funny is they have they have shut down D on this team, right? Hmm. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I it, it, you can't put it past uh, Brendan Moore, right? Brendan Moore will figure it out. This team, yeah, oh yeah, this team and getting Svechnikov and Aho, I, I I from what I read isn't out for too long. So I mean, you know, it's not a huge deal, but they went into Anaheim, lost, got absolutely, you know, I think it was six three, six four, something like that. No, nope. that's that's nope. not good. No, nope. it's not good. And then they went up to the Kraken, who hadn't won a game yet, right? Were barely fucking just weren't scoring at all. Kraken put seven on them. Put seven on them, right? Like like you know, that's just. And maybe and maybe that's playing down to your opponent, right? Like maybe. that's something that's something you get you get the rust out, and you you know a good coach is gonna stop you from doing that. But that's two bad losses, man. And then and then they you know and and Tampa's a good team even with Vazzy out, but can't get a fucking goal against a non Vazzy Tampa Bay yeah, Lightning. That's you shouldn't get, be getting get, shout out shout yeah, out by a goalie on, that we can't even remember his fucking name. I mean, Johans is the only one I know that's on that team. It might be. It might be him. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know if it was him. Right? Oh, like, you missed. You, you missed. Uh, Apache now is out with long term injury. And that's that's not ideal, right? I mean, but that that D, that decor is still pretty solid. There's just there's right, some, and you've been missing Svetch. We haven't talked about that either. Yeah, which he'll help. I know he's close, right? He just they didn't send him on the on the road trip. Um, yeah. So, you know, I mean, th- things are looking up. And, and Kachekov, right, he's – Kachekov's a guy that, you know, played really well last year. He's still got a ton of talent on the back end. So if, if Freddie's out or Ranta's out for any sort of period of time. But um, I, it's, just listen, listen to these shots. 23 goals for the Lightning, 30 goals against, and Carolina had 32. It could not get any past. It was Johansson, dude. That's, yeah, yeah, it's Johansson, dude. That's, Johansson, it's ridiculous. Johansson is not—it's not a good goalie. Like he's not a thirty-two save shutout goalie. He's just not. No, you God just, no. You got to figure something out. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Pretty bad. So, I just—I wanted to touch on them real quick because they've had a very 
it's been very up and down, right? They'll they'll have good games and they'll they'll go get beat by the Ducks. They'll have good games and then they'll get beat by the fucking Kraken and then uh, get yep. shut out by Tampa. So they just they can't quite. They're riding the coaster. They can't quite you know grasp what they need to do. Um, and Svech, Svech and and Aho being back it will definitely help. But yeah, scary. Very scary. But it's still early. Yeah. Oh, Aho did play. There you go. Before even, we even before we Aho. talk. Before we end on fantasy, uh, you should know that the Minnesota Wild are still playing hockey. Uh, yeah, so are the Islanders. The Islanders are all, they're, they're still in the league? Yes, they are. Huh. Yep, they sure are. We uh, we own an Islander player. Own. We, we have do. an Islander player on our team. I, I forgot. It's crazy. It is. Sorry, I forgot. I thought insane. he was a Thrashers player. He is. He's a, yes, he's a whaler. <laughs> He's a seal. Um, so uh, walk me through a little bit of our recent activity. Oh, first off, we're two and zero. We are two and zero. We're um, studs, dude. If we hit three and zero, I think it's time to sh- kick up the the shit talking meter a little bit. Yeah, we have we've been pretty nice to everybody. There, there's some teams with some higher points for than us. Uh, we are fifth fifth highest points for out of twenty teams. Um, yeah. There's 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 some there's some good teams in there. Honestly, what's kicking our ass are fucking tendies, man. Yeah. Good so, uh, if Neil, Neil, if you listen to our show, you got to fix these tendies, man. I'm, yeah, we we had a legitimate. It's better to literally drop our tendies. We had yes, we Chance and I had a legitimate conversation about you know yes we we probably each had a couple beers in our system. This league is so shitty for like the highest highest point goalie has like ten points. And we're six games into the season. It's bad. It's crazy. It's it's fucking insanity. And so we had a um, you know we had a little conversation about dropping all of them and just saying fuck it these goalies are pointless in this league. Why the fuck do we have any goalies? Let's just get rid of them. So it wasn't frozen frenzy night, but it was an uh, it was like a weekend night where a lot of teams were playing. I have a screenshot where at one point we had minus fifteen points from that's, our three goalies. That's insane. It's absolutely nuts. Uh, it's just, and and yes, our attendees haven't been playing that good. But in comparison, right, it's like like one or two minus points. Sure, if even, right, like we we'd be coming out right, like they're still making fucking saves, right? right? Like they're still they're still in the gate. They're still dressed and in between right. pipes, right? Right, like you can't just you can't just say yeah they they were there, but they. You know, they let in three goals. I think it was. I think there was three goals so against or something. I've like never seen it before. Points. It never was seen insanity. It before. So yeah. So we we definitely we're we're kind of we're kicking that around if if they continue to be shitty, because uh, because I mean we're still winning. Minus eleven points from that night. Uh, yes. Thankfully, we didn't have Corpusalo in, but Corpusalo was minus six point four. Samsonov was minus five point, and Samsonov had a bad night. Like yes. But minus five point is fucking ridiculous. That's and then too many. El- and then Elvis Merzlikens won. He won his game. Granted, four goals on twenty four shots is not good, but he won his game, and we got point eight. That's 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 ridiculous. So so win wins don't even count. Wins don't do fuck all. Are we not counting saves? Maybe maybe that's what I- it is. We're just it's it, goalies are just so negative in this league, and it's just yeah. What's the point, man? Very I'd rather. Strange. I mean, at this rate. Right, Ryan Donato had one assist, one shot on goal. Yeah, and he had one. Ryan Donato had more points than all of our goalies combined. Yes, he had. Yes, 
No, he had more points than our goalie that won. He had more points than Elvis Merzlikens with four goals against on 28 shots. And he won the game. And Ryan Donato had more points than him. What's the point? That's stupid. There isn't. That's so stupid. Yeah, it's, but yeah, it's not good. Yeah, Tory Krug put up more points, and he had he didn't do anything. Well, he's he's a fucking ghost. He had four block shots. Oh, good for him! What a fuck. which he's just which to be fair, which to be fair, he had more saves that night than Ilya Samsonov. So. Well, yeah, but not more saves than fucking Merzlikens <laughs> and and Tory Krug didn't Purposala. win the game. Yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous, it man. Uh, yeah, let's we'll, we'll go through this real quick. We're running low on time. Uh, so some of our pickups lately, uh, we did pick up Kyle Palmieri last week. Not, I mean, not a, not a beautiful pickup. I mean, he's not anybody to literally, you know, tell your grandma about. Second but line, first power play. Second line, first power play. You can't complain about it, right? Um, you know, uh, Kalen Addison's another one that we picked up. He is getting that top power play minute and things like that uh-huh. on Minnesota. He's been he's been okay. I think D D is pretty shallow in this league, they're, and so they're really struggling without Spurgeon. There's no clear number one defenseman in Minnesota, and they need to they need to identify it, right? I mean, the, yep. the, you know the, the the coach needs to make something. Bro, I think Broden's got to look Faber. Um, I think Fa- Faber, Faber is Faber's getting the most minutes. He's getting a lot of five on five minutes, but he's not power play. But he's not a power play guy. Uh, so yeah, they, so Kalen Anderson isn't a bad option there. I think the the one that we just picked up today um, could potentially be a drop candidate as soon as Fetchnikov is back for us. But uh, Ilya Mikheyev, he's not. It, it, Chance and I were talking about it today. Two games he was hurt to start the season. Uh, two games in, he's not getting any power play time really. But he's got a goal and an assist. You yep. know, and he's playing with Pedersen. Um, sometimes fantasy is all riding the hot streak. Like, you know, it's yeah. not going to last. These guys are not, sometimes it's not consistency, but they'll go on like a three or four game heater and you just got to ride the wave. Right. And, and Brian Donato, you know, had an assist last game, but he's, you know, in general, not doing a ton anymore. Right. So no, you, you can easily you own, drop him for a hot streak. You own Ryan Donato because he's skating next to Connor Bedard. Yeah. And for a little bit there, he wasn't even skating next to Connor Bedard. Yep. Right. So, you know, it's just it's keeping an eye on that stuff. If you're not using if you if you are playing fantasy, I don't know how many people are listening to us fantasy wise. Uh, if you if you are playing fantasy, one of the, the sites that we like to use is uh, Daily Faceoff. You'll hear us yep. talk about it a lot. Definitely check in on that. That's not a that's not a tell all. Right. You still got to use your brain a little bit, but it definitely helps. Right. I mean, it's it's an opportunity gauge. So, right. Um, yep. Yeah. But it's been it's been fun. I mean, fifth fifth most points in this league with. A very competitive league of of THPN podcasters. Yes, uh, we can't complain too much, right? Nope, definitely been definitely been a fun league so far. Sure has. Cool. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. We appreciate you all. Remember, please subscribe to us, or like us, or follow us, or whatever the hell you know you do to listen to your podcast or watch your podcast. Follow us on Twitter; we're pretty active on there, and uh, just support the show, guys. We we appreciate all of our listeners. We really thank you guys. Um, we hope you guys enjoy uh, listening to us talk about hockey, and, and hopefully you get some laughs along the way. Hopefully it's something you look forward to in your week because that's that's what we're going for. Hell yeah. All right. Everybody, thanks again, and we'll see you next week.